Alright everybody, welcome into another episode of Hacked History. We are just rolling here, rolling with the high audio levels. Um, if we're blowing out your ears right now, I don't care. So, What do you know about rolling fantastic. in the deep? What you know about rolling down in the essays, because that's what we're doing today. That I was an it. awful transition. Welcome back to high school. Shit, though, we are doing some essays. Um, This is going to remind you of a shitty American lit class, but more fun, because we're going to be joking about it the entire time. Um, And I know you're all of you are probably like, these motherfuckers told us they'd be doing music right now. Uh, we're aware, but guess what? Research takes time, and instead of just continuing not to put out an episode... We decided we do some lit- literature because it's been a hot minute. Remember, so, if you're comparing us to other podcasts, get off my dick. And guess what? Fuck you. This is our podcast. We're doing this is lit- us. literature. We do everything haphazard. <laughs> we are doing lit- literature. God damn it. <laughs> you're like a dad who wants to take the kids like to bo- do bowling. Like a divorce. Like, dad, we don't really like bowling. God damn it. You will like it. <laughs> I liken it to um, like uh, kids wanting pizza for dinner. And you know what? No, we're having broccoli with chicken because Ugh. I am a sensible parent. Actually, no, that is quite sensible. I don't know why I gave that sort of response. That could be really good if you cook the chicken, right? No, yeah. If you just spice that chicken, oh, put a dude. little bit, put a little bit of Montreal little steak garlic with little garlic in that broccoli. Oh, though. oh yes, oh. some butter. Oh. All right. Um, anyway, you can tell I'm hungry. So where he came? <laughs> <laughs> just a little. You. <laughs> just a teensy bit. Just a bit. Anyway. <laughs> oh. All right. All right, Marv Albert. I might oh. need you to bring it down a notch. Who lives in the pineapple under the sea? Anyway. The old um, bit on audio recording. So we're doing <laughs> we are doing two essays today. Uh, one of them is by uh, a very goth man. You might know him as uh, Mr. Edgar Allan Poe. He's the kid that we would warn you about just before Columbine for wearing the trench coat in school. He might have been a mass shooter if he grew up in this era. But ah, he would have just been a sad alcoholic listen, that worked at the bar. Listen, he didn't. So he was a writer who also married his cousin. And then also ended up dead in the streets of, like, like Baltimore. 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 Yeah, I'm going to say Cleveland. It wasn't Cleveland. I don't know why that was on my mind. <laughs> he also went to the University of Virginia for a while. Shout out that we saw that we, went, we were there on the D.C. trip, Jake. Yeah. Yeah. I was there. Yeah, you were there. William and Mary, I think it was, wasn't it? No, it was regular Virginia. Just Virginia. Oh, was it just University of Virginia? Yep. Okay. I thought we saw William and Mary, too, but maybe that we was just We did not. Me. You might have. Maybe you did. I don't know. Anyway. All right. Way to, way to triple um, guess my so, fucking statement. Maybe you did. I don't know. You probably didn't. It's, Maybe you didn't. It's going to be important for us to clarify that the, these we're expressing here are not our own. They are the sole property and rights of the people that we're talking about because some of the things in here are going to be a little racist, especially with Poe's essay. Um, but we're going to make fun of how dumb he is because it's fun. Also, these people have been dead for just shy of 150 to 200 years, so... You know. So we're just going to quickly, societal standards, they change. and No, really? <laughs> we're going to laugh about how stupid some of the views he expresses oh, in this essay. Oh, I will. Um, but anyway, this is a, an essay he did where he literally starts off by comparing races to pieces of furniture. That's um, a great comparison. It's not, it's not even, it's, I guess it's nationality. That's sarcastic, so. by the way. Don't, uh, don't isolate that audio. <laughs> it's uh, more so nationalities than it is races. Um, but I assure oh, you. So it's, it's just a xenophobe. It's just as horrendous. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is. It doesn't necessarily go to Jewish hatred that I know of. We, don't, we didn't get there. No anti Semitism that, that goes on here. Um, but I will say that I've only read about the first paragraph, so I don't know where this goes. Oh, it's a roller coaster for all of us on board. 
So uh, Welcome to Six Flags. Without further ado, we're going to start by doing what we always do. I'll start reading, and then Jake will interject with jokes. Um, and the second essay that we do, uh, Jake will read, and then I'll interject with some jokes. Or, so. or I'll read in the second half, and Lucas will look at his phone for the next 45 minutes, because that's how long it takes. <laughs> it's how long it takes. Keep just this. derailing it and saying, God, Jake, why can't you get it done on time? <laughs> I'm just going to be the Edgar Allan Poe of this situation. Y'all, I will fucking stab you with deep. a broken bottle. <laughs> that's how I always wanted to go. <laughs> Just dead on your All right, let's do this so we can get drunk afterwards. All right. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Edgar Allan Poe. All right, so this essay is titled The Philosophy of Furniture. Jesus. Uh, It's from 1840. Um, But before we get going on the essay, I'm going to briefly just read a little bit about here Edgar Allan Poe that they have written here. Um, God, that was some awful English. I am very sorry. That my Midwestern came out there. I'm just gonna read a little bit here about little oh, yeah. written here, you know? No, I'm, I'm just gonna read a little bit there. God damn it. Alright. Um we would we would not necessarily expect Edgar Allan Poe eighteen oh nine to eighteen forty nine. The great teller of grisly tales to be an arbiter of interior decoration. Yet <laughs> the philosophy of furniture. I'm just gonna call everybody's racist uncle from now on the arbiter of, of interior furniture or decoration or whatever. Phrase. Shows him making, um, what the fuck? Cult- cultivated. Wow, it, it's an it's an italics. It's a little bit hard to read. I'm yeah. sorry. Also, the type font is like 0. 0.7. Yeah, it's it's difficult for someone who has seeing difficulty. We're gonna get through it <laughs> together. Cultivated distinctions on the subject while while deploring the s- vulgarity of American social climbers. Like many critics of the Young Republic, he thought his countrymen materialistic and obsessed with making money. Ah, America hasn't changed, has that, it? That actually I would agree with on that point because it, it really hasn't changed. Um, Poe was no d- Democrat... He used the country lack of an inherited aristocracy to pass down standards of taste. Okay, so, um... What does that mean? <laughs> we're gonna... Words, man. I, I would, Okay, to, for the audience's sake, I think what they're trying right, to interpret so, there is that he's basically saying, I'm not from the old money, so we're talking like... We're not... Are we into this point? I would say, are so, we into the Industrial Revolution or not? Kind of. Like 18- So basically, he's trying to say, like, I'm not from high society. I am a poor lad who can go in with a fresh pair of eyes. We'll, we'll t- okay, we'll just take a second just to kind of explain yeah. where, we're at, where we're at in history. So, 1800, he was born. 1840-something, he died. Uh, in 1800, we were, we were still fighting to kick the rest of the British soldiers out from the revolution because um, he ended up with the War of 1812, you know, 1812 to 1814-ish. That's okay. a weird war. But anyway, um, as far as, like, economy goes, uh, you have the beginnings of the Industrial Revolution happening in, in England, um, whereas if you remember, they had the smuggling of the uh, documents back for, like, those machines. Oh, yeah, for, for um, uh, textile mills were... There's a lot of industrialists. We are well prepared for this. But uh, it, it eventually comes across the pond to uh, to eat the U.S. and you have the Industrial Revolution starting during his lifetime, but it doesn't necessarily get um, super um, aggressively industrial until he dies. Um, and yeah. Then it's pretty... So so to give some, some context as to where we're talking about, Poe was born in January of 1809, 
and dies in October of 1849. And he wrote this in 1840, so this is closer to the... Uh, yeah, this is around the time of his demise. Well, it, nine years later, but... Well, you know, we're pretty close. He's an old man if you consider his life span. By 1840 standards, yes, he is old. He is 37. Um, one thing I did want to note, though... That was a joke. I don't really uh, know. We get it. Thank you. <laughs> um, just on the industrialization part of it, um, if you think about America at this point in time, and you think about how the Civil War played out, uh, it's really the U.S., the North, that's going to be experiencing most of the, uh, the industrialization. industrialization yeah. Because if, if you think, excuse me, <laughs> if you think about the South having that lack of uh, industrial power, they don't really get that until post-Civil War. Yeah. Because no. um, they have to start building that up. So, yeah, so um, and if you think about where Poe is born, really, he's probably going to see kind of both halves because Virginia, he's going to see some of the industrial sides around him, but he's also very close to cotton country, so well, yeah, he's going to so, see that economy around him as well. So he's kind of uniquely positioned to see both sides of this, um, you know, kind of happening around yeah. him. So it, it makes sense that he'd be semi-metaphorical, um, and, you know, philosophical about what's going on around him as he sees the turning from a lot of the like rural part to the industrial part but it becomes a little bit more complicated than that because the rural part a lot of it was supported by slavery so it's at least in the south and and in granted the south to, in, in the north a little bit in a way um yeah and in the north a bit but the fact being is that when we think about northerners a lot of people in america specifically come under the false assumption that all northerners were against slavery and while that might be true for a it's almost a minority population of the crowd yeah. of whites. There was an awful lot, especially if we did do a Civil War series or episodes or whatever. We will at some point. You guaranteed. will see that there are a lot of Northerners that really don't care either way or are openly racist towards African Americans. Yeah, it's it's a national thing of the racism, and we will see this probably imposed viewpoint just because it is there. And guess what? Of, it's to still lack there. of a better explanation. It's definitely still there, despite what some people might try to tell you. Um, racism is still a thing we're dealing with today, much so because we never really fully dealt with it back then. Um, but that's a whole other topic. Yep. Um, and we're going to try to get a little bit on the lighter side, but we felt that it was important to kind of cover the context um, from where he's speaking. Um, you know, very so, yeah. much like a high school. Big high show. Yeah, class. in a nutshell, high philosophical thought about races, tying it up somehow to make it sound like an IKEA ad. That's probably going to go horribly off the rails by the time we're done reading this. All right, without further ado, here we go. The philosophy of furniture. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like I'm going to get enraged by the end of it. Uh, you're going to get enraged by the first couple of sentences. Oh, I, I love it. All right, um, so. Let's <clears throat> delay it further. <laughs> You're too afraid to read it. Uh, no, I just feel like this is going to go horribly wrong, but you know, here we are. <laughs> if, if we don't do it, if we don't take risks, how else will we end up doing our own series in Milwaukee? No. <laughs> uh, Alright. Um, in the internal decoration, if not in the external architecture of their residences, the English are supreme. <laughs> Jesus, no. No. Oh, no. Just, just wait. Um, the Italians. <laughs> I wish you had done this, by the way. Not to, not to pause you out. I wish we had done this in the Alex Jones voice. No, the Italians. I'm not doing it like that. Not a no. chance. No, I would, but I'd probably thrash my voice. Um, 
the Italians have but little sentiment beyond marbles and colors. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That's what they've been doing for centuries. <laughs> In France, Marura Provence. It's a, it's a, it's French. I don't know why they give us the. Fr- <laughs> he wrote it because he was like, "I'm fancy. I know." He French. is fancy. <laughs> um. Oh God, there's more. Uh, Detra, the people are too much a race of God, uh, of Gad abouts to study and maintain those household prop- proprieties, of which indeed they have a delicate appropriation, or at least the elements of a proper sense, which is a lot of words. I think he means that they're just too concerned with life and society overall. Like, they say they give a shit about their house, but they're just, like, too busy doing other shit to really do anything about it. And that might actually be a thinly veiled sort of point, because around this time, I think we're dealing with the Napoleon era, or or somewhere in between the transition between which. So he might be saying, like, they're too busy with their own petty problems to deal with the greatness that is (laughs) the Ottoman lounge set. (laughs) For Ikea. (laughs) <laughs> Not even Ikea. Just any local place. Pennsylvania your own local furniture store. I don't care. Haskins in fucking Maryland somewhere. I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's like, the French were too busy with Napoleon and his hemorrhoids at Waterloo to really give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, like, my mental images of them just like, like, if you think of this like a cartoon, it's just like explaining like, now the French. The French are too busy with their own stuff to really know how to properly spruce up their place. And then you just, like, hard cut, like, family guy over to a French household where they're running around with, like, a fucking soapbox while they're just preparing to go east to Moscow. <laughs> Dear God. Anyway, um, <clears throat> the Chinese. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and most of the eastern races. <laughs> God damn it's it. It's not that bad, but it's getting there <laughs> in terms of what he could have said. Have a warm but inappropriate fancy. <laughs> I don't even know what he means by that, but we're just gonna keep going. Well, I just, <laughs> just <laughs> I'm not even gonna say it. Nope, just <laughs> leave, leave it in your mind. Yep. Uh, the Scotch. <laughs> I think he means the Scottish in that case. Are poor decorous. <laughs> poor decor. <laughs> um, the Dutch. Have a merely a vague idea that a curtain is not a cabbage. <laughs> what the fuck? Christ. He does not like Dutch people, apparently. And he used the most ass backwards way to describe it. It's not a cabbage. You're right. You're fucking right. Uh, <clears throat> In Spain, they are all curtains, a notion of hangmen. A nation of hangmen. <laughs> I, t- uh, I, t- I don't know. And then the context of which is a little odd, probably too nebulous to go into. Yeah. Um, the Russians do not furnish. <laughs> no, because, uh, to be honest, they've been burning their shit <laughs> to uh, stay alive. Oh, God. <laughs> well, this is before Stalin. This is... Uh... No, well, still, they technically raised Moscow in 1812, but still... You Moscow, know, Moscow! When all you have is turn up cart. This is Why do you laugh at me? <laughs> well, this is a uh, this is czar rule. I wonder what czar this was. Now I'm. It curious. had to probably. Uh, it's not Nicholas. It might no, have no, no. been it's... a Romanov at that point, but I don't been. think it was Nicholas yet. 
Probably But not. this could have been Peter the Great at this point in time, couldn't uh, it have been? Uh, that's a good question. Let me see here. All right, we're going to take a quick pause. No, no, you just keep going. I'll let you know. All right, here we go. <clears throat> the Hotanots and Kickapoos are very well in their way. The Yankees alone... Which is Americans. <laughs> are preposterous. Well, fuck you too! <laughs> How this happens is not difficult to see. We have no aristocracy of blood. And having, therefore, at a natural and indeed as an inevitable... Hang on, I have to turn the page. <laughs> Fucking great. <laughs> Come on! Come on! Uh, thing of fashion for ourselves, an aristocracy of dollars. Well, I'll be a son of a bitch. It is Nicholas the first. Uh, well, Nicholas the second, I think, was. Um, yeah, Nicholas the second was the last Romanov czar. Yes, okay. This was the first. So this one, was that was, was Poppy. This was like, Pappy Nicholas. I feel like he also wasn't well liked, if I remember right. I'm pretty sure he was an asshole. I'm pretty sure all of them were assholes. Um. Anyway, so aristocracy of dollars. Oh God. <laughs> Of the do- Would you not rub your nipple while you say that? Thank you. Of dollars. <laughs> Just pinch parts of you that I'm uncomfortable with. Uh, <laughs> uh, the display of wealth here has here to take the place and perform the office of the heraldic display on monarchical countries by a transition readily understood and which might have been easily foreseen we have been brought to merge the simple show our notions of taste itself. Hmm. So I think what he's trying to say in that paragraph, because it is a little confusing, um, is that essentially that America has decided that because we don't have any nobility to sort of get our ideas of wealth and value from, we get it from just capitalism. And I, I think that's kind of what he's getting at. Because I'm looking at the term heraldic. Uh, so I think what he's well, trying Well, heraldic to... means like the praise, I, I'm assuming. Uh, no, in, the, in what I'm seeing, heraldic basically is like a different variation of the word heraldry, which means like coat of arms and symbolism. So maybe he's stating like the symbolic so say, yeah, meaning of, yeah, yeah which yeah. could be like money as the symbolics or, or what have you. Sure, that makes sense. All whatever the deep like freshman in college thinking of like, and so I decided to show her about communism, and all the girls slept with me, you fucking asshole. They really liked my hammer and sickle, if you know what I mean. Jesus. Oh, how oh, many oh. friends do we have that probably fit that? Probably too many. Anyway, um, we're going to... What do you mean? I, anyway. I'm going to let you sit on that. <laughs> uh, I'm good. <laughs> to speak less abstractly, in England, for example, no mere parade of costly apprentice... Uh, Okay, appearances would be so likely as with to create an impression of the beautiful in respect to the. Oh my God, appearances themselves, or of taste as respects the. God damn it! I grill and pull. I hate you. <laughs> the let's have the guy with the eyesight problem do it. It'll be great. <laughs> the proprietor. Fuck you. <laughs> It's a small text. It's like size 10. Jesus Christ, you need to get a bigger book. <laughs> like the old people books with like the size 25 font. Oh, God. I, I really do, don't I? <laughs> you really do. 
LASIK surgery. Oh, fuck you, Edgar Allan Poe. That's you. his one goth wizard trick, is that he's going to get you from beyond the grave. <laughs> well, the words are like... <laughs> fucking See, old English too, which and, doesn't help either one of us. And this is the problem when it comes to being a historian, where if you have a hard time and can't have the patience to listen to them drone on, when you could literally have narrowed the sentence down to the heraldic intensifications of the impulses of the lower class that bring upon thine a almost Greco natural. Just say that the poor people are a problem, okay? You can still be just fucking get on with it. <laughs> so so far, we figured out that he is. Problems with wanting to craft, classify people's nationalities into vague stereotypes. Vague, vague stereotypes. And then he has, On top of which, he uses flourishy words to somehow muddle the differences. And then he has this whole thing about how he wants you to understand. You need Catholic, to get it. Catholic. They can't interior decorate. I honestly feel like... But what does that mean? No, but I feel like we do already understand the point of this. Because he, he's saying, essentially... That the British are superior in terms no, of no, their no, furnishings. No. Stop with that, the comparisons. That's not the point. If that's what he said. Yeah, but that's not the point. The point is that America, in his eyes, is accepting this whole role of dollars as, as a way to essentially basically just say that this is what we're about like this is what culture so basically is basically using capitalism instead of about. some sort of cultural hype yeah instead probably. of reading the rest of this let's just talk about what that means <laughs> probably probably would be for the best because <laughs> i i don't think that people are going to want to listen to me struggle through the 1800s english so let's but just break we're, it we're down gonna make through. jake do the sermon really quick That's in fun. a bit though so i can i can actually read yeah and i think you 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 should uh, bring back the classic and just do it in uh, in uh, Hale's voice from uh, from. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have to fight the fucking accent there, but all right, you're gonna do it. That'll be fucking we'll fantastic. It. Actually, I could um, probably do it in the Wisconsinite accent. That'd probably be better. No, 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 I want you to do it in fine, the fine, 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 fine. Anyway, all right, anyway. Oh um, no. <laughs> so let's. <laughs> okay. No, I'm let's, game. I'm game. Let's we just can do talk that. about um. Let's just talk about what that means. And, and, and I would venture a guess that. Uh, I honestly kind of think that he, he was pretty spot on with some of it. Not with Which the part? Not with the comparisons of the races and the vague stereotype. Good, good. <laughs> I mean, just the idea that a lot of people take their idea of importances and wealth from the from the things that we possess. Like, uh, that isn't an American ideal at this point. Like, it's sad, but in a lot of cases, a lot of people, like, don't feel like they're being validated unless they have something that makes them feel like they're validated to put in their hands and say, this is what makes me worth it. And that's probably the truth, because if, if anybody who here is kind of a historian of Poe in his earlier life, he, he's not born into money. I know he goes through, as a young adult, adult at least. He goes up very poor. Very poor. He kind of gets some cash. He's a very tragic life in many cases but he sometimes wavers between being very important higher part of the society and then dropping to the gutter again which kind of sort of probably led on to his alcoholism problem that later led on to his death sort of a britney spears career arc so to speak where is his vag flash when it comes to the 1850s <laughs> create some fan art of that please <laughs> please send don't us, send us the <laughs> 
send us it in the email. Three one hundred one at gmail.com. Lucas will be sitting in front of his laptop one night at like twelve o'clock in the morning, and he'll just get up. He'll be in his dark hoodie, so you can't see his face. Kind of like a one of those hacker B-roll film pieces. Whenever they talk about cybersecurity, I'm fucking in anonymous. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Goofy anonymous. And then it's gonna end up with you getting a Google email and go ah. Justification. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Jesus Christ. Um. But <laughs> Jesus Christ. But in it, but I'm <laughs> back on the serious note though. Um, I do feel like a lot of what he's saying. Then I said, if you can get past the fucking bullshit wording of 1800s English, oh, early 1800s, and you can get past the subtle racism that he throws out. Subtle. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's not subtle. It's pretty obvious. If you can get past that, he does make some solid points about materialism. But <laughs> I'd love to know, just deep down, if any if any scholar can send us an email somewhere at uh, hackhistory at gmail dot net. Hackhistory one hundred one at gmail. Ah, you see. Um, just tell me, what the fuck does he mean when he refers to those of the Asian persuasion? <laughs> He didn't say that. He said Chinese and Eastern cultures. Same fucking thing. Okay, I want to know what he means by warm but inappropriate. <laughs> I want to know. I just, I think it was his subtle way of calling them savages. I don't know. I, you know, and to be honest, that, that might be accurate for the time period. Not, not in his viewpoint, but like in the way that their their viewpoint might have come around and saying like, because around this time is the opening of China. We're talking like this is this is beginning, in some ways, the early beginning of imperialism for some places like, in China where you see the British taking Hong Kong, or in that case, either taking control of Hong Kong or opening up a trade route with China, which had previously not been a thing they wanted to do. Then you have the Opium Wars that happen after, which honestly, honestly, in of itself would probably be an interesting thing to cover. That could be another episode we'll probably do eventually. Yeah, called uh, Shitty Things That White People Do. Shitty Things That White People Do. What you call it that? <laughs> that well, that'll Custer's be... Last Stand. Well, that'll Little just... Bighorn. Well, I mean, I was thinking we could just... The Immigration do... Enforcement Act of 1924. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty... <laughs> I was thinking we could... I was going to say we could just do it as a colonialism series. Oh, we could do but... that too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, we'll probably cover a lot of that stuff if we keep this going long enough, which is the hope, so... What we call this is the Making Lucas Feel Bad About His Ethnic Heritage, listen, part four. No, no, listen. Most of my ancestors were not involved in that. My ancestors were in Eastern Europe for a long-ass time. Far Eastern <laughs> Europe. Be very careful of the Ukrainians. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'll have I you know. from Poland. Listen, technically, listen. we're on the same fucking zone. I know. Basically, because basically, Poland and Ukrainian were the same thing Pretty for much. a lot of history. Actually, so. <laughs> gotta give you the basic credit here. Ukraine has existed longer than Poland as a country in many cases. <laughs> on again, off again is what we call ourselves. Yeah, uh, all parts of it but that's okay. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> I love that. I've uh, gotten completely sidetracked. Um, mm. I think we've covered enough about Poe. Um, so what we're going to go to now is we're going to read a revivalist uh, <laughs> sermon from um, a preacher by the name of Jonathan Edwards. This is one right. of the most famous sermons in U.S. history. Most Jake, famous. you're going to read the uh, yeah, intro there, and yeah, then we'll get into the sermon. So, Jonathan Edwards, who was born in 1703. Jonathan Edwards. Thank you for sidetracking me, because you're going to bitch about it later. I'm going to sidetrack you the whole time. Died in 1758. <laughs> 
was, according to scholar Perry Miller, the first homegrown American Wait, philosopher. he died in 1758? When was he born? 1703. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it was the 1700s. America wasn't even a fucking country yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ever, do we want to talk about George Washington and the bloodletting bit again or no? No. No, he well, died. Why would you bring that up again? I... Primarily because when you say it's weird that he only lived for no, that no, long. No, I wasn't commenting in the age span. I was commenting in the time frame. I forgot we were talking before America was a country. Yeah, absolutely. So we're talking about, like, Puritans and shit. Oh, yeah, we're talking, we're talking like, Salem Witch Trial, but not Salem Witch Trial. So, okay, but just for context, before we jump in. So this is... For... <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is uh, coming from... The America, America, 1700s. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Ken. Watch an, watch an episode of the, uh, what what the hell is it called? The Constitution Kids or whatever I mean, that I'd really love to say my point, though. No, you won't be able to get that chance. <laughs> Shut up. So, a lot of the reasons people came to America before it was a country, the most common reason was, in the, in the early time, was so people could get religious freedom. Um, so you end up with a lot of fervent religious sects coming in at this time. You, yeah. With, uh, some interesting views. Um, and, and these pretty people, extreme views in most and cases. And in a lot of cases, that's why they were forced to leave where they were. So a lot of the early settlers to America were very religious to the point where you end up with some of these things like this sermon. Um, yeah. So it's... I mean, it, you could kind of extend it to the... Just in the fact of it as a country of... Basically, I, I'm not going to go into the depth of a European religious political... We're not doing that. But no. to kind of just put it in the briefest terms that we can possibly do without making it seem insulting is that you have a handful of these different offshoots that aren't, you know, Catholic or Protestant. Because I think at that point in time, those are pretty much the mat. I think a little bit of Lutheranism, but I'm not sure where they stand in the whole thing. But you're talking like Catholic, Protestant, and then you have Catholic split into Orthodox and, you know, from, from Rome. So what in the Byzantium, I think it is at this point, or at least in what would be considered the Holy Roman Byzantium. Empire. Byzantium, how far back are you going? I'm explaining to the people. So you have two, you know, you have two sects of Catholicism and then you have Protestantism. But the fact is, for both of those groups, you have different little offshoots. And the problem well, is... Well, these are Protestant religions coming that are coming to America. These like are Protestants mostly, yeah. yeah. But most cases, these Protestant offshoots are, we're talking Puritans, I think Calvinists. Quakers, Calvinists. Things like that. And in a nutshell, basically, these are all religions that basically don't agree on different points of what their original religion so, was stating. For example... Pure and so they basically were persecuted by the powers that be right. and took ships to what we'd call the New World, which is North America. Like, for example, Puritans, extremely hardcore. Oh, yeah. Like... Those communities, if you didn't go to church on Sunday, you would be shunned. Or, or for like church weeks. in general, and you, if your world did not revolve around God, and we're talking Old Testament God, you we're could, talking angry God. You could not live in those communities, which is where a lot of the sentiment comes from. In this, um, I but just a quick funny yeah, 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 thing yeah. though. I think this would be hilarious just to think that this is all because Jonathan Edwards, like, one of his neighbors just stole some food or some shit, and he's just like, you, sir, are no. going to be damned to hell. No, he becomes like a Karen. All I can already tell by the title of this, Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God. No, and this is based on the fact that the chicken ran away and he assumed that the Catholics just, just did it. Just sarcastically staring into Susan's eyes like... <laughs> no, what he does is he does that like side glance. He gives her the old side eye, just like hand over mouth, and then just shoots her a look from across the table like, bitch, you know I'm talking and to you. And you will be down to hell. <laughs> <laughs> just specifically looks towards her. 
Okay. Anyway. So and, and so once in America, we are also dealing with... Once upon a time in an angry America. Pretty much well, an angry paranoid America. We're talking like basically... Indian raids. Well, Native American raids well, were mean, happening you know, during this but time. But at here, 1600s but. to early mid-1700s. Because they're pissed that white people were there. Pretty much. Fucking up their land. Which you I the don't blame them We helped you fuckers. Where you're welcome. <laughs> you fuckers. I wasn't there. <laughs> so anyway. So on top of which, where we're thinking in American term specifically where the religion's coming from too is you have a lot of these puritans and a lot of these very zealot like religious groups that are carving out basically a life for themselves in the wilderness we're talking true wilderness i mean like eastern united states around this time is still pretty much the edge of the world like we're not talking we don't start moving west until like the early 1800s but what we're seeing here is an awful lot of like paranoia that like the devil is real that witchcraft is real and that evil lurks in the woods and stuff like that real real like uh salem witch trial sort of stuff or like the crucible if, if you want to go that deep or the vich which was a precursor to the movie the lighthouse which i would recommend seeing both of them because they're really good but uh, aside from that we're talking to them they see it as like the savage outside that doesn't believe in a god that's dangerous to them this is their terminology, not mine. But the way that Edwards here is like this. So he's a pastor in Northampton, Massachusetts. He had published published sorry, several collections of sermons, his most famous and perhaps the most famous in American history being Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God! Yeah. <laughs> Though Edwards was a learned intellectual versed in Enlightenment ideas. What is an Enlightenment idea, Lucas? Well, so the Enlightenment's a lot of what we covered already. So it's the it's the different um, segments of religion that come out with with uh, you know preachers out there spreading the like those Lutheranism. ideals. Lutheranism is a good example. It, it, it's not no because it came is before it? the Enlightenment. The Enlightenment stuff come, like okay. Puritanism's and Calvinists. Okay. and stuff, all right, all right, That's right. more the Enlightenment. I, and the Enlightenment's I, like the fire and brimstone preachers. Ah, so and ah. it kind of it's almost kind of its own separate thing past like calvinists and puritans and stuff like that it's people like jemima wilkinson claiming like they're like the next savior of earth that's fair out there talking. yeah you're yeah. you're like precursor to modern religious cults in a sort of weird kind way because you start it's, seeing it's, that it really is like just fire and brimstone sermons and shit like that which yeah. is why this comes directly and, and from you can them. see the offshoots in like modern american religion like not, not so much evangelicals but more like kind of pentecostal in a lot of cases, too, where you started seeing, like, like revival movements in the 1920s, too, where you started to see that sort of against... Right, we won't but, get into but that. But just in general, the, yeah, in general, the reason that they're doing these sorts of fear-invoking, or that's the intention, at least, the reason they're doing these sorts of things is because nothing gets people more motivated than being scared shitless <laughs> that if they don't... Can, can, <laughs> Reading is the sign of the devil! <laughs> if they don't become a part of it... <laughs> Almost knocked the shit off your desk. And if they don't become a part of it, they will be eternally damned to hell. That tends to be a pretty good motivator. Yeah, especially, especially. So, okay. So, uh, uh, I learned intellectual verse. Sinners is an atypically fierce performance, giving no quarter. It gave no quarter. It gave no quarter. The Calvinist pastors of the 17th century had been less inclined to threaten punishments that might await their congregants after death. The 18th century turn to hellfire sermons was a byproduct of the First Great Awakening, an evangelical movement that swept up Edwards. Oh, that's what I was talking about was the Great Awakening. So the, ah. the Enlightenment is kind of like the, the first thing where... Yeah, the Enlightenment is sort of a lot of the Protestant stuff comes out. The Great yeah. Awakening is the hellfire preachers. Yeah, that's when you start yep. seeing the hardcore, like... You stick to the book, otherwise you're screwed. 
um, was meant to stir listeners' emotions. Well, some because... of those people didn't believe in, like, necessarily all parts of, like... True, right. You yeah, kind but... of pick and choose what you thought you wanted to They follow. did what they did to try to get their, like, attention. Much like the Catholics. <laughs> in some ways... And I, myself, a Roman I mean, Catholic candidate. In some ways, yes. I mean... <laughs> Very much, yes. The Lutherans, too, so, you know... it's All religions, it's to be thing, honest. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, the evangelical movement. There you go. Every time I gotta reread it to make sure I've done it before. This wept up. Edwards was meant to stir listeners' emotions to conversion. Like you said, what better way to convert you to Christianity to just scare the shit out of you? <laughs> anyway, some today may think his willingness to consign a little children to damnation monstrous, which I fucking do. Others may find curious his presumption to inhabit the mind of God. But none can dispute his rhetorical powers, drawing on psychology and the logic to expose sitters and rationalizations, and using trenchant images to pile climax upon climax. Oh, you say climax? But Somewhat climax. sexual. Yes, Daddy. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. It's a joke. No. Let it be known. <laughs> Let it be said on the record that I need a bookmark to know when I Dude, end. Dude, just. <laughs> Okay, just give me the piece of paper, Jesus. you piece of shit. Whoa. You, yes. sir, are going to be met by the hand of an angry god. Dang, my god. Should I do the southern preacher or no? Do I, we think I, that? I feel like you should do the, the, the voice we talked about. Oh, fuck. Yes, dad. <laughs> Lucas is the manager is telling me you do it. He has a gun trained on me. No, I feel like I'm a casting director and you're like reading for a part. And it's like... <laughs> How about you try the other voice? That I love what you're doing. How about you switch it up? <laughs> just you're just like slow, just like I'd like you to do the voice, please. <laughs> just like cock the gun back. <clears throat> Said do it. <laughs> sir, 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 we'd love it if you would do the voice. Sinners in the hands of an angry god, 1741. <laughs> Their foot shall slide in due time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not the voice we discussed. I know. I will I will do that in a minute. Uh, this is just the title, man. Okay. You're ruining the performance! <laughs> I'm an actor! Hey, hey. Ow. Hey, Brad Pitt? No. <laughs> no, no, no. We're talking wrong kind of actor. Sorry. We need to turn uh, it up to like a Nicolas Cage no, no, no. Hey, in Ru the fucking... Russell? Uh, Russell? <laughs> Fighting around the world! <laughs> Drunk as hell down, Mr. Crow. Mr. Crow! <laughs> Deuteronomy 32, verse 35. It is this verse that is threatened the vengeance of God on the wicked, unbelieving Israelites. Also, he is probably a bit of a bigot in this one, too. Oh, God. Who were God's visible people, and who lived under the means of grace, but who, notwithstanding all God's wonderful works, towards them remained, as version 28, void of counsel, having no understanding in them. Under all cultivations of heaven, they brought forth... <clears throat> Sorry, bitter and poisonous fruit, as in the two verses next preceding the text. So basically, he's saying that he's basically saying. Sorry, I love it when I repeat myself twice. <laughs> he's basically saying, you know. So basically, he's sort of preceding the verse that's talking about how God is pissed at the Israelites, who was God's chosen people, for not listening and understanding all of what God had done. For them, if you're more of a theological you're not type. Listening. <laughs> this is God when he's on his like nicotine bring down point. Who left the ken? Where is there a pen cap uh, in the drawer with no I pen? I feel like this is like a, a wife who's just on the edge of divorce. Just, oh, just on to the her edge. husband. 
No, Terry. Not you listening, Terry. Terry, you can't buy an ice cream truck. Okay, I want to buy an ice cream truck, Helen. I'm gonna fucking do it. It's my dream, Helen. It's my dream. I'm gonna name it Gacy's Cones. <laughs> well done. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the expression I have chosen for my text, "Their foot shall slide in due time," seems to imply the following things related to the punishment. Ugh, I bit my tongue. And destruction to these wicked Israelites were exposed. Re- relating to the destruction to which I missed a word. I love it. Number one. <laughs> That they were always exposed to destruction. Oh, As one that stands right. or walks in slippery places is always is in in fact if you stand in front of me while talking, you will slide backwards. <laughs> and that's how they invented the cha cha slide. <laughs> cha cha real smooth. Slide to the left. Slide to the right. <laughs> Crisscross They're doing it night. Everybody doing it. clap your hands. And we're sued. No, no, because we did it. We didn't play the, the, the music, so we're probably fine. They'll find a way to screw us. <laughs> anyway. I see that walks at slippery places is every moment liable to fall. He cannot foresee one moment whether he shall stand or fall the next. And when he does fall, he falls at once without warning. Which is also expressed in Psalm. I don't know what LXX. I know that's 23. I'm Listen, trying to think wait, of what. Wait, wait, what, what are the Roman numerals? I can't L- do this. XX and then triple I, which I know XX is 23. No, but L is 50, so, so it's 50, 50 plus 20. That's 73. 73. Okay. Psalm 73. Verses 18 and 19, or lines 18 to 19, depending. Surely thou didst. Set them slippery. Set them in slippery places. <laughs> Ooh, you're so silly for setting them in slippery places. <laughs> you're so silly. Thou castest them down into destruction. How are they brought into desolation? As in a moment. You got me on what the fuck that means. I'm pretty sure he's stating for the obvious point that if you are walking an unrighteous or dangerous path, you shouldn't be surprised when you fall off into damnation. Thou dost protest too much? <laughs> That's not what that means. No, it's not. All right. <laughs> I just wanted to say. Lucas has tried and failed. <laughs> Number two. Oh, Jesus. It implies that they were always exposed to sudden, unexpected destruction, probably indicating the fact that I mean, if he's talking Israelites, I'm assuming he's talking about the no, Jews. I, I think he's talking about the fact that if you read the Old Testament of the Bible, people just got fucked up randomly for no reason. Oh yeah, God was a bitter motherfucker. Please don't hit me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm not shitting on it, I'm just saying that that's what happened. Like, no, I mean, it is. It really is. Where you're talking about the fact that Abraham was supposed to sacrifice his son, and God's like, bro, it's just a prank. Why are you taking it so serious? I don't fucking know. Uh, man, JK, man. So. JK, dude. Hey, JK, bro. Uh, oh, oh fuck, you killed time. your son. No, but like, again, I'm not shitting on it, but that's basically what happened. No, no, no. I mean, that, that is, and you could say that of any religion, like the original Greek gods were fucking assholes. So were the Sumerian gods. <laughs> Pretty much. So, Gilgamesh, he made another door. No, but it was like... Oh, so so you guys think you can do that? Well, fuck you. Here's a thunderstorm, and here, we're gonna make it. Rain. We're gonna make it. You're rain gonna acid. be on the thunder. <laughs> oh, you need rain to grow crops. Well, sucks to be you. <laughs> I love it. It's just like, oh shit, we live in the desert. Why don't the crops grow? <laughs> Why don't the cro- no? See, but it wasn't a desert back then. That's true. You're in between two rivers. Yeah, it was actually pretty lush. And it which was rivers are they? Then. 
the the desert the desert which rivers the Euphrates and the uh, Tigris. Good. Okay, but you it, live another day. Just just one comment there because I have to say it. Just per my yes. contract. <laughs> it's <out of> contract. <laughs> the desert the desert desertification of the um of of the God why can't I think of the word I'm sounding like a, such an idiot right now the des the de- the desertification okay, of that you're being drying out of shit is it, what you're trying to yeah, say okay yes but like that the that happening in that area is more of a modern thing in ancient times it was very fertile so that's true that's true and one could say that of like the Nile it it is still fairly fertile but it may have been more so. But anyway, yes. So. Lucas is done jerking off the ancient history thing. All right. Um, as he that walks in slippery places and, and is every moment liable to fall, he cannot foresee one moment where either he shall stand or fall the next. And he is actually repeating himself in this one. He's doing great. He's great. I love that he's just... Just imagine him screaming all of this. Oh, yeah, no, and he's repeating himself probably because he's lost his point at some point here. <laughs> imagine it much like a Trump speech, but like... <laughs> And when he does fall, he falls at once without warning, which is also expressed in Psalm. Uh, yeah, he, just, just we don't even. Just, he is just doing it again. Just say Bible verse. Just say Bible. Psalm seventy-three verses eighteen and nineteen. <laughs> Surely thou didst see them in slippery places. Thou casted this, down. Fuck me. Casted them down. <laughs> Into destruction. How are they brought into desolation <laughs> at that moment? Destruction. <laughs> he repeats himself. I'm not fucking around here. Number three. Number three. Number three, motherfuckers. Number three. And number three. As he punches like a person in the front row of the church. Number three. Just beats the fuck out of him. With it's like fuck. ESPN's top ten plays, but all of them involve you fuckers dying. <laughs> all of them. All of them just NFL plays for ESPN. Number three, the time Dale Earnhardt died. And yet, what? Numbers, numbers three through ten, eternal damnation. I love it. <laughs> Can we have that as a series on ESPN? It would make that much better to watch. Anyway, number three. <laughs> another thing implied is. And another thing. <laughs> that they are liable to fall of themselves without being. Sorry, without being thrown down by the hand of another. As he that stands or walks on slippery ground needs nothing but his own weight to throw him down. Okay, that's actually pretty good. That's, that's pretty, that that's pretty clever. That actually is fairly clever because basically what he's stating there is you don't need anybody's help. Or in this case, this basically Israelites. saying if you're fucking up, you're just going to fall no matter what. Yeah, you don't need anybody much, to bring yeah. you down. You're just going to. Yeah, he's basically saying like if and I think he means Israelites. He's probably referring to his congregation specifically in this case. He's saying if you are walking the unrighteous path, you're the only one. Yeah, he's basically saying if you're fucking up, God knows it and you're going to fall eventually. Yeah. So <laughs> Number four. <laughs> Number four. Motherfucker. Oh God! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is the reason why they are not fallen already, and do not fall now. It's only that God appointed them time is. Oh, sorry. It's only that God's appointed time is not come. For it is said that then, when that due time or appointed time comes, their foot shall slide. <laughs> when they shall be left to fall, Again, the as they are inclined, slide. shut the fuck up while I'm reading. They love sliding. <laughs> slide to the. <laughs> Down. And, and this is where they slide to the right. God. Christian. <laughs> when they shall be left to fall, as they are inclined by their own weight, 
God will not hold them up in these slippery places any longer. And God will not save you. It's essentially what he's saying. But we'll let them go. (laughs) And then, at that very instant, they shall fall into destruction. As he that stands on such slippery slippery declining ground, on the edge of a pit, he cannot stand alone. When he is let go, he immediately falls and is lost. Yeah, I wonder if some of that was not the inspiration from Abraham Lincoln's quote, a house divided, divided against itself cannot, cannot stand. Because it's really yeah. close to that. And, then, and that was written I'm before sure he that. did. He was probably an avid reader. Of he was a learned man. He was for the time period. Yeah, he got a, he did a college degree. A lot of people didn't That's have that. True, right. But you could just go to college whenever you felt like it. <laughs> kind of not really. Anyway. <laughs> They're going to have an intermission where I smack Lucas with the fucking book. <laughs> Slide to the left. <laughs> Crash cross! He just jumps around. Anyway. So, yeah, he's basically saying that, like, when God comes to, you know, fuck when our God day. When God comes to just really make you feel what you deserve. Yeah, yeah. He's basically stating that he's not going to give you the support that you think you have right now. And when he should, or basically when you die, is that if you don't change your basic behavior... He's not going to save you from going to hell. He's basically going to let you go because you're a fuckwit. Yeah. Take that, Billy Graham. What are you going to do? You going to fly your golden jet over my house? Anyway. Bring it on. Yeah, okay. The evangelicals are like, oh, Jesus, no. Anyway. The observation from the words that I would now insist upon is this. There is nothing that keeps wicked men at any one moment. Out of hell, but the mere pleasure of God. That's, uh... That sounds like something he probably said in a fever with no pants on. It makes sense, given the context he was trying to say it in. But By it, the mere pleasure of God. It also just doesn't, yeah. Not, yeah, I mean his sovereign pleasure. No shit. No, God's... No, I'm not going there. Just, just don't. His arbitrary don't. will, restrained by no obligation, hindered by no matter of difficulty... Any more than if nothing else. I love his double talk. It's really fucking irritating. Any more than if nothing else. But it's Any more than if nothing else. <laughs> but God's mere will had in the least degree or in any respect whatsoever. God any damn hand, it. Fuck this. <laughs> any hand of the preservation of wicked men one moment. The truth of this observation may appear by the following considerations. What the? He basically said nothing for three lines. <laughs> And if this would now protest to be that, if this, then that, for 75 years. You all know what I'm talking about, right? (laughs) That, okay, listen, if you're trying to, like, let's say you're in college and you're trying to just get to that page limit, that's just how you do it. This is the point where if I was obligated to read this for a class, I would have set it down and shot myself. (laughs) Or just drank myself in Tacoma. I don't know which one would have come first. How many actual book pages is this thing? I'm just curious. Uh, So we are on page two, technically. Okay. So one, two, three, four... Christ almighty. Five, six, seven, eight. So we're probably not going to read this whole Nine, thing. ten. We'll see how long, we'll see how far Eleven, we get. twelve. We're going to see how far we get. Thirteen. We are not going to read this whole thing. We'll read it about half and see where yep. we stand. If we still want to do it, we can. I know, y'all are like, oh shit, I am just rock hard for you to finish we'll, we'll the rest see. of this rambling monologue. <laughs> we'll see if we even get through half. Let's keep it going. Anyway. <laughs> The following considerations of this. Number one. There is Oh, he started another list? No, no, no. Yeah, he did. He did. I... Fuck this man. Honestly, just... <laughs> oh, God. 
I don't know. There is no want of power in God to cast wicked men into hell at any moment. Men's hands cannot be strong when God rises up. Which probably makes sense that you are just immortal individual. Yeah, I mean, you strongest. can't fight God with your hands. <laughs> I know guy from Boston who thinks you can fight anything. We can throw Jerry from Boston into the sky and he can beat the shit out of Listen, God. Listen, Tammy, I don't give a shit, okay? The fucking socks lost. I'm going to beat the shit out of that man. After I don't I'm care if he's a UFC fighter, Tammy. <laughs> if I beat the shit out of God, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go down to the Boston market afterwards. I'm going to have a wicked piss. And then the you know what? I'm going to go... Oh, apply to Harvard, because I'm a fucking walking scientist. <laughs> I fell. love the accent just it went fell. right off the rails. I got Harvard, but after that. Harvard and Boston Market, Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> all of the, the things from Boston. <laughs> I want to know, oh, we God. probably will be out at a bar someday when, you know, it's, it's safe to do so, when all God. of the stupid people have been wiped out by this disease. And um, it's not my opinion, that's just medical science. But what's going to end up happening is we're probably going to get approached by an Irishman from Boston who's going to shoot me in the face. I heard what you said. <laughs> Just That's me, John O'Connell of the O'Connell clan. I'm a cop and saws me die. Anyway. <laughs> I can't wait for us to get canceled. I love how you can tell both of us are pissed off about this sermon because we are just bantering. No, no, I don't want to keep going. I just want to know. I need to have the hunger for knowledge satiated. Keep going. Anyway. This Another list, let's get The strongest men, oh, sorry, the strongest have no power to resist him, nor can any deliver out of his hands. He is not only Jimmy, able to- I'm sorry, the, the strongest have no power to resist him. It sounds like he's talking about, like, fucking, like- Jeffrey Epstein. Or, like, One Direction. Like, <laughs> the strongest- One Direction is God. The strongest have no power to resist them. <laughs> Christ like Taylor mind. Swift. Okay. Because you know it got bad. Blah. I want to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck right up. Anyway. Got bad, but... Hey. He is not only able to cast wicked men into hell, but he can most easily do it as if you needed any more just Most easily do it. It's <laughs> not even a fucking sweat for this man. <laughs> He I, got that game! I just love the way he's talking. We don't have shit like this anymore. I love the fact that we're talking I kind of wish we did. It's still I, so funny. It's fantastic. I love when he's like talking about how amazing God is. is if people don't understand the concept of the fact that this is literally a fucking God. He's just like, listen, you try to go against this man, he'll fuck you up. I bet what, that he won't even fucking break a sweat on your ass. <laughs> But that's I just literally a period of 90s action movie bits where, in my mind, this is God after beating the fuck out of a sinner going, I've been doing this shit since before you swear out of your father's balls, you little scumbag. And then I just imagine... I don't know what movie that's from, but, but I, I give credit I, to whoever I, made it. I cast Vin Diesel in this, and he's just like, yeah, but you know what? It's all about family. I'm still bringing my family to this fight. <laughs> he just throws his family into the fight, literally. Anyway. <laughs> it's just him. My cousin, Janessa, go. <laughs> Hurling eight-year-olds into a fucking fist fight at a bar. You know what that baby's got? He's got family. I fucking hate <laughs> all of it. Anyway, moving on. I'm going to put a Mazda Miata into space. <laughs> <laughs> Because that Miata's got family. We're going to load a Miata with Corona and send it to the space. Jesus Christ. We're stupid. <laughs> we don't deserve the higher thinking that we have. Oh, my God. I'm going to call that Miata 
I'm gonna call it family. I hate, I hate it. Oh god, I hate it. You know that was fucking hilarious. It's great. I hate it that it's so true god. to form, though. Anyway. <laughs> oh, anyway, sometimes an earthly prince meets with a great deal of difficulty an to subdue a rebel who has found means to fortify himself and has made himself strong by the numbers of his followers. Yeah, okay. But it is not so with God. There is no fortress that is any defense from the power of okay, God. He sh well, hold on. He's shitting on the other fire and brimstone preachers there. If you think about what he's saying, he's just like, oh, these people might think they're hot shit because people follow them, but God sees through it. He is. He's calling them out. Holy shit. <laughs> Oh my god, that's not even subtle at all. <laughs> Low though hand join in hand, the vast multitudes of God's enemies combine and associate themselves. They are easily broken in pieces. They are as great heaps of light chaff, which is... This is a diss track! He's literally just fucking... We need to finish it to the end then! <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Where's the third verse? <laughs> It's anyway, it's the missing third verse. Where Cha Light chaff basically being a wheat harvesting reference, if you didn't think so. Before the whirlwind, Shat. or large quantities of dry stubble before devouring Shat flames. Stubble. <laughs> we find it easy to tread on and... Oh, Jesus. We find it easy to tread on and crush a worm that we see crawling on the earth. So it is easy for us to cut or singe a slender thread that anything hangs by. Thus <laughs> easy is it for God who, who sorry, when he pleases, to cast his enemies down to hell. At least what are we? Alaskan bullworm. <laughs> That's not it. That's not the Alaskan bullworm. It's, it's not the. It's not the worm. That's its tongue. So the whole thing um, is the worm. So the whole thing is it's the, the worm. worm. Run for your lives! God damn it! Oh god, we honestly should just get hammered and watch episodes of that. Uh, that honestly sounds seems like, like a, a fun time. night. I love that. Anyway. <laughs> well, now everybody knows what we're doing after we record this. So. Where is it? This is Lucas's apartment. <laughs> you, you shut the fuck up. You give up my address. I will edit it out. <laughs> I, I have the power. <laughs> you do, but you hate to use it. Yeah, but I'm not letting that go out. So Anyway. To cast his enemies to hell, what are we that we should think to stand before him whose rebuke the earth trembles and before whom the rocks are thrown down? <laughs> this guy seems like he's like a D&D dungeon master. That's what he sounds like right now. Honestly, I'm gonna Hellish go rebuke! I'm gonna go to a second voice that's gonna make this easier for people to understand and easier for me to do this. Uh, what's the voice? They deserve to be cast into hell. No, so that's no, no you're letting me do it. Please, okay, but I can't understand this. One. Okay, that's, that's good. Worse, it's worse for me. Say <laughs> so that divine justice never stands in the way. That's it better. makes no objection against gods using his power at any moment to destroy them. Yay! On the contrary. <laughs> On the contrary, <laughs> justice calls aloud for any for an, at any moment to destroy them. Yay! On the con Motherfucker, I read it over again. Probably, I'm sorry. It's probably closer to what this guy actually sounded like, honestly. Sorry, my bad. I reread it backwards. On the contrary, you yes. of bitches. You, y'all bitches. <laughs> On the contrary, justice calls aloud for infinite punishment of their sins. Divine justice says, of the three that bring forth such grapes of Sodom, cut it down. Grapes of Sodom? <laughs> Why cumbereth it the ground, Luke? <laughs> Thirteen verse seven. As seen on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> as seen on the last episode of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> It's I'm becoming the Bunbury thing all over again. <laughs> it's kind of funny, man. Like, the sword of divine justice is every moment brandished over their heads, and it is nothing the but the sword hand of, of divine justice, <laughs> of arbitrary mercy, and God's mere will that holds it back. I, I, I'm just saying, out of context, how the fuck do you take this seriously? Because it's just you have got to be uneducated as fucking scared of everything. I would be. If I were an idiot in the 70, early 1700s, I would be shitting myself. Well, I feel like Benjamin Franklin, years later, would he's just, just got, he's just got nipple clamps just, on, surrounded by prostitutes. Tell me more. Just fucking <laughs> laughing his ass off. Cause this now man, come over here and give me a rim job. <laughs> <laughs> now let's perform the secret order of whatever fucking society I'm at right now, bitches. Let's oh, do it. Oh man, we have to do a fucking. We should oh. do. We should do one about his sexual exploits. Oh, we have a lot, to, a lot. only on his sexual exploits. Oh, it's fa- it's fascinating. It's, it's a man it's so a, fat a, yet he got so laid. I mean, is it the real episode we can do and we will do? Probably. No, when no, we're done no, being morons. There's, there's still probably it's gonna happen. Oh, I, I want it to happen. <laughs> anyway. Number three. Oh, God. There are already on the number three. <laughs> Did I say number three again? No. Okay. We're just on the second. They episode. are already under a sentence of condemnation to hell. They do not only justly deserve to be cast down thither, but the sentence of the law of God, that eternal and immutable rule of righteousness that God has fixed between him and mankind, is gone out against them, and stands that believeth not is condemned, oh sorry, I, I skipped the line. And stands against them so that they are bound over already to hell. John the Abrand. <laughs> Verse 18. He that believeth not is condemned already. <laughs> so that they, so that every unconver- unconverted man properly belongs to hell. That is his place. From thence he is. John 8. <laughs> Fuck's sake. That's a mic drop. Just that. <laughs> mic drop, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Here, but just, here's the thing. Fuck your punk ass hoes. Here's a comment. I feel like he keeps saying the same thing and just using different viable verses to quote it slightly differently. Pretty much. The whole time he's just saying, if you don't believe in God, you're going to hell, motherfuckers. Basically, he's like that, like... Really, really long, long-winded. Like you ran out of subject material. Like history three hundred essay. Like your your capstone if you're a history I teacher like to... <laughs> or history anybody who's just like Hitler was bad. Now let's use six hundred different documents to basically uh, justify you, you, my point. You know what this is? This is a religious filibuster. Pretty much. <laughs> it's just out here like I will not eat grain, eggs, and ham, and I will not allow the gays to get married. Fucking Lindsey Graham. Pretty piece much. Of shit. What is he doing? Is he eating his own ass at this point? I don't know. I feel like he's done it before. Probably. And then he's like, it ain't me, but I'll do it again. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> anyway. Maybe maybe he was bored with it. Maybe, maybe it's Maybelline. It's, maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> yes. Fucking okay. new ad campaign for Oh, God. <laughs> it's just fucking Lindsey Graham and Ted Cruz. <laughs> maybe they were born racist. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> Brought to you by fucking, uh, oh, what's his name? Strom Thurmond. <laughs> maybe, maybe, mm. maybe Strom was born with it. Maybe it was just racism. It probably was. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Ye are from beneath, and thither he is bound. Thither? 
It is the place that injustice and God's word, and the sentence of his unchangeable law assigned to him. Number four! <laughs> Second number four, let's go. They are now the objects of that very same anger and the wrath of God that is expressed in the torments of hell, and the reason why they do not go down to hell at each moment is not because God, in whose power they are... Sorry, this is making me fucking have indigestion. Yeah, it's you not need, then... You need some Pepto-Bismol. Maybe it's Maybelline. Oh, <laughs> It's not then very angry with them, as he is with many miserable creatures now tormented in hell, who there feel and bear the fierceness of his wrath. Yea, God is a great deal more angry with the great numbers that are now on earth. Yea, doubtless, with many that are now in the congregation, who it may be are at ease then he is with many of those Allow who are now in the flames of hell. Allow me now to point out my personal grievances against every one of you. Richard, you stole my cow. Susan, you're a bitch. You're too damn hot. Get out of here. Richard, you're too damn hot with your ankles. You're making me want to commit sodomy. You gotta leave. Sodomy? <laughs> sodomy. I just want to explain to all the listeners out there what sodomy is. It's sex up the butt. Just wanted you to you know. You gotta leave, Richard. <laughs> you gotta get out of here and get me all hot and bothered. <laughs> it's not me. It's definitely you. You're the problem. <laughs> you want to laugh so bad. Just let it out, man. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna make you just burst for fucking the stupid shit that I said. That's my goal. Uh, and the fact that this will take an hour and a half because we just can't take it this is This is all so good. I just, oh, I love it. We'll go as far as we can. I'm going to try to make it to the end as best we can. Oh, we're not going to get there. Bro. Oh, no, we won't. <laughs> Let's keep going. So that it is not because God is unmindful of their wickedness, as does not resent it, that he does not lose his hand and cut them off, <laughs> like your drunken cousin... <laughs> I'm looking at you, Terrence. <laughs> I'll tell you what, sweetheart. If someone's bothering you, life, your life, you just cut them off like God would. Just cut them off. You, your, your ex-husband, Terry, that man's a son of a bitch. You cut him off. You cut him off, That's girl. the final truth. <laughs> That's queen shit. <laughs> queen shit. Yas queen. <laughs> no, but seriously. If you do, I laughed so hard if, I almost if, fucking went blind. If, if you do have toxic people, fuck them. Don't cut, literally cut fuck them. them. Just, no, I mean like cut them off. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, need yeah. that shit in your life. For anyway. That's that's a mental health PSA for God is also... Oh, sorry. God is not altogether such... Uh, ooh, that's a really weird sentence. God is not altogether such an one as themselves, though. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and one as themselves, so... That they, that they may, may imagine him to be so. The wrath of God burns against them. Their damnation does not slumber. Their pit is prepared. Oh, I don't like that one. Their damnation does not slumber. <laughs> the fire is made ready. The furnace is now hot, ready to receive Your them. eternal damnation will never sleep. <laughs> It's like the John Wick of damnation. It will forever be. And you have killed his fucking dog. <laughs> I, that is so good. Your internal temptation will never sleep. As that needs to be a fucking like. That's some, I, that's I think some, that is a tea cozy any day. That is some fucking. Metal. If there's anybody out there that does crochet, send us to that in the post. <laughs> Your internal damnation. And, will but never Lucas sleep. is too much of a pussy to put his mail order out. I feel like we should make. We should. We should get coffee mugs. We should for, make a PO box at the post office for that. <laughs> 
if we ever get famous <clears throat> enough for people to send us shit, Dude, people I would, would do it just out of the kindness of their hearts. You just need to give them chance. Well, send it to Jake's address. It's I don't <laughs> have an address. I live in a box under an overpass. You, you do have an address, and I'm going to give it out right now. No, I will stab you before you can do that. <laughs> You uh, will die right here on the floor. Guess what? But you know what? If you did that, your eternal damnation would never rest. <laughs> I beg to differ. You're in my eternal damnation. Anyway. Wait, hang on. Stupid comment. You made me think of a Jimmy Neutron episode. Do you remember the uh, episode where? I'm sorry, I'm doing it. You remember the episode where they go to Retroland? Yeah. And uh, it's it's the it's the Halloween one. So it's like the uh, I forgot what the, it's like that weird creature that they that they oh, keep talking yeah. about. Oh yeah. But it's like and it, like one of them is just like, oh, watch out, this is gonna hit you. He's like, I beg to differ. Do you remember that? Watch, yeah, that's kind of what it means. That's just like, Satan. <laughs> she's fucking. I just love the concept that if, if Satan came on Earth, someone would just be like, but Satan, that's, no, bro, you got it all wrong. And he's just like, I beg to differ. <laughs> just the fact that uh, Satan would use some terminology like that. Just God, fucking, I love it. Oh, God. The flames do now rage and glow. The flames do rage. <laughs> well, way to be the Ben Kissel throwing in an intermittent just repeat of my statement. I love it. Anyway, I, I you know what I love that man in the podcast. So Why don't you go fuck him then? No. Okay. Then you don't love him enough. Th- that's not how things work, Jake. But Lies. you know. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, Jake, your eternal damnation has no end. I'll tell you what, your eternal damnation doesn't slumber, bro. All day, every day, does not sleep, bro. It's working harder than you, <laughs> Jesus. It's it making up fucking at, games. It kicks up at six and it weightlifts while you're fucking sleeping, bro. Motherfucker. Goddamn, that's actually probably pretty true. <laughs> Your eternal damnation is working harder. The glittering sword is wet and held over them. The pit hath opened its mouth under them. Basically saying, y'all hang by a strike and motherfucking God will cut you down when he feels like it. Number five. <laughs> the devil... Stands ready to fall upon them and seize them as his own at what moment God shall permit him. They belong to him. He has their souls in his possession under his dominion. The scripture represents them as his goods. Luke 11 verse 12 or chapter 12. I really don't know. Probably chapter 12 or chapter 11 verse 12. Uh, it's been a while since I've been to church. Chapter 11 just like chapter 11 bankruptcy. (laughs) The devils watch them. (laughs) <laughs> they are ever by them. At, oh, sorry. They are ever them at their right hand. They stand waiting for them, like greedy, hungry lions. They see their prey. They like expect hungry, to have a hungry hippos. <laughs> <laughs> by which they are restrained. They would in one moment fly upon their poor souls. The old serpent is gaping for them. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> hey, not just use the word gaping. <laughs> That's what he says. God damn Hell it. opens its mouth wide to receive them. Oh, it's as it, if God it, it's should open permit its it. mouth wide, alright. <laughs> the gaping mouth of hell. <laughs> they would be hastily swallowed up and lost. Oh uh, yeah, they would. Do <laughs> it daddy. Oh, do it hard. Oh, hell swallows, that's what we learned. <laughs> Number six Hell with its gaping mouth loves to swallow. <laughs> Number six. <laughs> Number six. There are in the souls of wicked men those hellish principles reading that would hellish presently principles. kindle and flame out into hellfire. 
If it were not for God's restraints, Jesus. <laughs> there is like <laughs> what the fuck. Okay, I know that this is old timey English, so you could make the. This isn't the way that we're construing it, but the way that this is just being written, his restraints, and then just being eternally dead. Sounds Gaping. so. It sounds so sexual. Focus on the, well, probably says nobody was getting any back then. You, you got a point. I feel like there's definitely some repressed sexuality in this. Oh, I bet you there is. Oh God damn! And it. by which Jesus with his glistening chest muscles, it's like ah uh, okay. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Anyway, ow. <laughs> There is laid in the very nature of carnal men a foundation for the, for the torments of hell that are those corrupt principles in reigning power in them. In full possession of them, they are seeds of hellfire. These principles are active and powerful, exceeding violent in, it's right, yeah, exceeding violent in their nature, as if it were not out the fuck as if it were not for the restraining hand of god upon them they would soon break out and they would flame out after the same manner as the same corruptions the same enmity does in the hearts of the damned souls and would beget the same torments so that sorry as they do in them jesus okay i'm going <laughs> fucking cross-eyed all right we're we're gonna we're gonna pause um, I think that uh, that's all we're going to do for the reading of this. Well, let's clear it up. Let's clear it up. How about you? You okay, but God is angry. Yes. That's what he's getting yes. at. So, um, just as a couple of final comments. So, again, you can tell just by the, the language this man is using. He's got only a couple two points here, really. Basically, if you don't follow the principles of religion, you the are going to hell, and there is nothing you can do to stop it. And, and the God, gaping, the gaping mouth of hell, will swallow you and your family. Because I tell you what, your damnation knows no slumber. I, I fucking love that line. I love, too, the fact that it's like, too, and on top of which is like, and God, you think God's a pussy? God will fuck your shit, bro. God will fucking end you, bro. And that's basically it. But, uh, but yeah, so, um, if you want to go read the rest of it, it's definitely available online. Just like what's, the, what's the name of it, by the way? The, the, uh, the book with which we are reading from. So the name of the book which we are reading from, which is a great book I'd like to plug, because um, I bought it at Barnes & Noble, because, you know, support your bookstores, even if it's even, <laughs> even if it's a shame. I'm fairly certain Jeff Bezos... Uh, fuck the fuck small bookstores. He does. But anyway, um... You so want to watch him write his dick into space again? Shut up. The name of this book is The Glorious American Essay. 100 Essays from Colonial Times to the Present. Um, edited and with an introduction by Philip Lapote. Or Lapote. Um, I do recommend that if you do like the kind of stuff we've been reading, there's a lot of great more material in here. Um, but if you don't have the money, like I said, both of the essays that we're reading um, are available online for sure. Because oh, I guarantee Well, you. without copyright. We are way past the copyright at this point. So uh, you can go find those. Um, I definitely <laughs> recommend them. There's a lot more in here. We're going to do more of these, I'm sure, in the future, especially if we get a decent reception from this episode um, in terms of people giving a shit. So... Um, <laughs> We can just start from square one again. I do just want to. I do just want to plug our socials. Um, give us a follow at Hacked History um, on Instagram. Uh, find us on, at Hacked History. Find us by searching Hacked History on Facebook. You can find our Facebook page. Um, go check out our TikTok. Um, we do post episode snippets, um, so you can hear some audio from our episodes. You can hear something ridiculous that I thought was funny from the episode. Essentially. Um, 
Go uh, go ahead and send us any emails at hackhistory101 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, so far, we haven't gotten anything yet, but uh, we'd love to hear from you. Why don't you call? <laughs> why don't you call? Oh, Anna, why didn't you appear? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Don't comment on fucking BTK. Jesus. He's a twat. He is a twat. Anyway, um, so if you do want to, uh, that'd be great. We, we would love any kind of comments you guys got. Um, if you have any suggestions for what you want us to cover in the future, let us know. Uh, again, on any of our socials. Uh, yeah, that's uh, kind of it for the episode. Um, we are going to be back on Summer of Music. Uh, the next episode we're going to be putting out is an episode I'm doing again on uh, Charlie Parker. Um, so another jazz legend. Uh, Jake, I believe you're going to be doing... Uh, I'm going Wood- to try to do Woodstock. Woodstock, perfect. I'll try to make it at least a two-episode one if we can. So we'll be doing Woodstock after Charlie Parker, um, and then we're going to be doing some more jazz and some more music. It's going to be more of like a fall-slash-summer music. I was going to say, yeah. If anything, um, I, I, the way that I'm looking at is this for this uh, new series going into like September and probably early October for us is going to be you're looking at different individuals of jazz. I may yep. be looking at different phases of sort of the modern rock and roll music. And then in, interspersed, we're going to do some more li- li- literature stuff because it's something we can do without doing loads of research to keep putting out episodes for you guys. Um, it doesn't so. go for 18 parts like Bay of Pigs. Yeah. <laughs> now, I like the Crucible. If we can find stuff like that length where we do a couple episodes of it, that's fine. But uh, We should bring a third wheel in just to listen. It would be really funny. Uh, yeah, it would be a fun time. Like we're all so, fucking adults and we got we, jobs on the side. <laughs> We, um, we will do whatever we can to uh, go ahead and keep putting your content for you guys. We're not going anywhere. Um, but like I said, keep eyes peeled on our socials. Um, whatever we put out episodes, I do make sure we let you know there. Um, yeah, but anyway, uh, it's been fun. Uh, thanks for ch- catching this episode. Uh, we'll be back with you guys soon. And, uh, you know, stay well out there. Next week, we will be dealing with the Baja men. We're going to ask the big question, who did let the dogs out? That's not you, but... Uh, That's I- it. Well, I will fucking get to the center of it because it goes deeper. And uh, just just remember that uh, your eternal damnation, it knows no bounds. It doesn't slumber, you fucking idiot. <laughs>